Where'd you go? I miss you so. <laughs> well, then I guess we'll talk about something else than I planned. But that's okay, that's okay. No, we can talk about many things. But first of all, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, and that's it. Wow. <laughs> I have some major decisions to do about about stuff. And yeah. And then I have to get make sure that we have the Christmas organized. Which doesn't help. And we have new Star Wars coming up. I mean, this is just... Uh, crazy stuff. Sounds intense. Follow up on, on my radio frequency problems corner, I guess. It, it's more than Wi-Fi j just now. So uh, I, I, I told you last week, I think, that I have some real annoying issues with, uh, with my keyboard and my mouse. And you wouldn't believe, and I'm sure you wouldn't have guessed what caused this. No. So it wasn't... Microwave oven. No, uh, no, I don't have a microwave in my office. So it was interference, like I was expecting, not, not like poor quality or distance or, or just random noise. It was interference, but not from a source that you would expect. It was caused by a USB cable. What do you mean? Yes, I, I, I mean just what I said. A USB cable, a wired standard, caused wireless problems for me. It turns out, just so happens, that USB 3 operates at, at just the right speed that it creates interference on 2.4 GHz channel if you don't have just the right sort of high-quality shielded cable. So you have to buy like a gold-plated USB cable or something? Uh, no, uh, for now I just... So, okay, here's the thing. The cable I mean is the, the cable that connects my Mac to my display because my display has a hub which I now need because I need to connect two dongles into my Mac and I only have two USB ports and I still need some left, right? Okay. So I connected them to my display and there's a USB 3 cable to my display and I would have never guessed it. Uh, someone on Twitter mentioned that that it helped and I thought this is stupid but then I uh, did some digging and turns it's a real thing. But I, I just uh, I just dug up some, some old USB 2 cable and used that and it works. I had no problem since. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to tell you that I you know I'm 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 right now a week living back in my apartment. I'm using my uh, iMac again uh, and with my keyboard. So the the, the, the same that, that you have with the dongle, and I didn't have any issues with that. So that's because I don't have this crappy USB cable. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, are, are you sitting, Michael? Are I'm you sitting. comfortable on your in your on your couch? Yeah, I like it here. I um, I signed up for a gym. No. Yes. What are you going to, to do there? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> well, um, gym stuff, I guess. No, come on. You 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 met some girl and she goes to this gym. I mean, seriously, man. <laughs> no. No. Why no. else would you sign up for a gym? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's just uh. It's just for health, actually. It's it's, it's boring. Ah, so you wanna yeah you, know, you wanna you know complete the cyclists and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah. It, it's 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 good and hard to to do it just naturally um, because it's winter and it's cold and I don't want to like leave the inside. Like the inside is a is a pretty pretty great uh, invention uh, and, and I, I like it here. I, I like the outside, but. And is the gym far away from where you live? No, it's like 200 meters from me. 
Okay. It's always been there. I've always seen it. I've always <laughs> passed it. And, and now I can just drop in whenever I want. So, so, so just one day you were looking at your Apple Watch, you saw that your circles aren't full, then you saw the gym and you're like, hmm, I wonder what the gym is for, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what people do inside there. <laughs> exactly. So actually, it's interesting because I, I got two free tickets for this gym from a friend, like, I don't know, four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and they sat in my drawer, staring at me every time I would open this drawer. And finally, I, I was like, okay, um, I guess now, now is the time. If I'm, like, if they're there, like, th there was, there was a, a really good gift, you know, because I would have probably never just done it just like that. Mm -hmm. But if you got a free ticket, I mean, it's a free thing you got as a as a gift from a friend. You can't just leave it. I mean, you have to use it. Otherwise, that would just feel like you're you're terrible, and and, and you're you're not like taking advantage of, of of this gift you you got, right? And so, after um, three months of of simmering, I took I went there once and and twice, and I liked it. All right. So there is a tip for you know from Uncle Mike here for you guys. Um, if you get a free gift, use it because um, I. Can I, I can I think list a few of the free vouchers and gifts I got and I never used them and they were staring at me and finally I threw them away. So mm. really, um, don't do that. I mean, let it sink in and then use it. So yeah, I'm, uh, I'm proud of you, man. Definitely don't be like Michael. Don't be like Michael <laughs> in this way. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, should I be proud of myself? I guess not. I've only been twice. That's that. That's nothing. You know, when you start going there regularly, then you should. But uh, yeah. you have to start then. But yeah. you signed up. I mean, right? But but it, but it's the same kind of thing. Like the fact that I got a gift and I finally had to use it. Like if if I have this thing that I can use anytime I want, and you know it's it's not free, then it, it will uh, it will feel bad if I don't use it. So I probably will use it. I I know myself enough to to say that. Okay, so you got me motivated to actually sign up for the for the swimming pool finally, because mm. uh, this is something I've been procrastinating on because. Um, yeah, I, uh, I need to practice more swimming because next year I want to do more triathlons than this year. Uh, but actually the first part of triathlon is swimming and I'm still pretty slow. So I need to work on that. So uh, I'll be back with you in January when I actually come back here from my you know Christmas holiday. And I'll, I'll sign up for the, for the swimming pool then as well. I mean, if you can sign up for the gym. Yeah, <laughs> if I can sign, I up, can for sign up for a gym. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I feel so weird. <laughs> so, um, speaking about gifts, let's move to gifts then. I mean, if if um, because for example, my wife asked me this question. You know, Michael, which, what would you want for Christmas? Hmm. So, to everyone, there is a spoiler alert for everyone who still believes in Santa Claus. Really, <laughs> Santa Claus doesn't exist. But yeah, um, uh, what Michael so, meant to say is, don't listen to this show. Exactly. Uh, so, um, my wife asked me, you know, what do you want? And because she knows that, you know, if I want something, I just get it from Amazon and it's yes. I have it. So, um, yeah, it's uh, very easy. And if there is a gift that I would like to have. Um, and the, I think the best gifts are the ones that make somebody happy. And on the other hand, this person would still hesitate to buy them because, you know, they would not be sure that they should buy this for themselves. But once somebody buys this for them, they're happy about it. 
Um, and it's of course fine, fine to to find a gift. Hard to find a gift that fits this description. Um, but for example, for me, like one of the gifts would be um, because right now we are in the Star Wars uh, craze, uh, would be for example a Lego set of Star Wars. Right? I mean, this would be a very good gift for me. So I said that, and my wife was happy that she had an idea for a gift for me. But then suddenly, I changed my mind because I saw that actually you can have a BB-8. BB-8 is a robot that you know is a, one of the stars of the new Star Wars Episode Seven, and you can have the BB-8 robot as a small droid, you know that you can you know um, use a menu. I mean, you, you can actually steer it, you know, with your iPhone app. And uh, this is so cool! <laughs> I want a BB-8 robot. <laughs> So yeah, so I asked her that, that, that to actually, uh, I mean, logo is great and all, but uh, BB-8 robot that would, you know, walk around my home office and I could, you know, steer with it and stuff. I want one. <laughs> Have you found your, your inner child? Oh, yes. Oh, mm. yes. And the best part, of course, is that um, my... Uh, Girls, my, my daughters will love it too. I mean, when I get it, <laughs> this robot will be the, the, the pet of our house. So, yeah. Nice. Just two days ago, I, I saw my, uh, my brother uh, with uh, a gift for his uh, five-year-old son. And, and the gift was a big set of Lego train. Ah. And, and I just, I mean, I... I wanted this my whole childhood, but I never got it. And and it's it, it's beautiful. I mean, it's it's Lego, and it's trains. What 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 could possibly be a better combination? So I understand that uh, that Uncle Radek will help uh, your nephew build it, right? Yes, that's that's uh, that's the best part of of my my siblings and their children living nearby is that I get, huh. I get to be the one um, asked to, to help build uh, Lego sets. And, you know, uh, since, since my siblings are, are great parents and, and love their children and get them a lot of Legos, I get to help build a lot of Legos. And that makes me very happy. It's like, it's like childhood I never had. <laughs> And you're being the best uncle ever because you actually spend time with them and with Lego um, at yeah. the same time. And, you know, the children love it when people spend time with them. Yeah, I guess probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you do it for your selfish reasons to actually play with Lego. But actually, uh, I want to say that you're actually doing something good, right? Yeah, I mean, there, there are many ways to interpret this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, and speaking of Lego, I, I got my... Um, it, uh, I got myself... An advent uh, calendar. Yeah. An advent calendar is a calendar of you know, 24 things. Uh, so you open each thing every day until t Christmas uh, Eve. Um, and it's very popular here in, in Europe. And usually these, these were sweets. Yeah, you, you, you usually like little chocolates or something. Exactly. So we got these you know, two calendars like this for my, for my children, uh, for both of them. And they always look forward to this. And they open every new uh, chocolate thing uh, every day. Yes. And that's great and all. But... While looking for something else in the children's department, I found the Lego Advent Calendar with Star Wars. I mean, Lego, Star Wars, <laughs> and Advent Calendar. I mean, seriously, what can be better than that? So I Trains. got it for myself. Trains. Okay, trades. Uh, so I got it for myself. And um, now every day when, when I wake up in the morning, my daughter, my uh, older daughter, is, is right by my bed and asking, 
Father, can we open the new Lego set for today? Yes. Like, <laughs> she loves it more than I do. <laughs> this is amazing. And we build it together. I mean, she built it and I just supervise it. And we play with it. And it's fantastic. Cool. So, cool. yeah. We are big fans of Lego. So anyway, um, if you have a problem choosing a gift for a boy or for a guy or for a child, get them Lego. Or or for, or for a girl? Why? Why did you yeah, say this? Yeah, for a child. I said. You know. I mean, I don't know how for women. No, I don't think so. I don't think women like Lego so much, do they? I I, I think that's a that's an excellent gift for anyone. Okay. And if someone won't appreciate it, that's 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 their problem. <laughs> um. Okay, so um, uh, so Lego is one of the things. One of the um, things that I um, I it's a geeky, geeky stuff. But you know, people here on the show they know that we are um, Apple geeks. Uh, I mean, I am the crazy guy who works on the iPad and iMac and you know everything that you know has an Apple logo. And the, the thing is that um, what I discovered that when when I when I go uh, on Christmas holidays to visit my family, I always have my iPhone with me. And what I do, and there is a, here a pro tip here. I uh, what I do is I um, I have all the photos in iCloud library. I have the videos. I actually also you know, I put the videos there uh, on my iPhone. And the thing is that um, when I visit uh, uh, the family, very often they want to sh- they want me to show them the videos and the photos. Uh-huh. And the best accessory that I have for this is the Lightning HDMI cable. Yes, you know, so that so really a, an HDMI Lightning dongle is an underappreciated gift because <laughs> when you have it, you can virtually play all the content of your iPhone anywhere. And yeah. right now, most of the people already have switched to, to to you know to digital you know television to 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 like proper you know television sets with HDMI cables, so you can connect it to almost any te- um, uh, television you know um, anywhere. So. Uh, when I visit family, is the best way for me to show things, to show them pictures, show them videos. Uh, so um, it works very well. So I really uh, recommend this uh, dongle. Yeah, that that that's use case I haven't thought of, but it, it it definitely makes sense for you. And I also wish I had it uh, in the context when I was like a month ago in in London and was presenting. I was presenting from uh, an iPad, so I also needed this. And someone was kind enough to to bring it to the meetup. But mm-hmm. in the future, if I were to to present somewhere, uh, I I would definitely like to do it also from my iPad. It's just um, you know lighter this way, mm-hmm. and I could definitely use this this dongle. Yeah. So uh, there is a tip. I, I I like it. Yeah. Another um, you know gift ideas that I wanted to mention is that because um, because the thing is that really. Uh, like we have to give gifts to my father, my father-in-law, you know, guys. And the problem with guys is that you know, guys, guys are not like girls. You know, girls you get their, you know, you get them, you know, perfume, a scarf, whatever. I mean, it's very or just a piece of jewelry, and it's fine. It's it's easy. Uh, with the guys, it's difficult. But for example, for for me, um, the gifts like for example, um, they're connected with something that with some brands that I like are really good. So for example, I am a big fan of Porsche brand. I don't drive a Porsche, but I like Porsches. I mean, I really like these cars. So uh, if if um, like a family can give me, you know, a T-shirt with Porsche, I would be happy. You know, <laughs> just a T-shirt with Porsche logo. I mean, just I know, you know, it sounds strange, but for example, this um, this idea of uh, recently Tesla actually coming up with, uh, you know, iPhone covers. You know, 
um, it brought me back, back the idea that, you know, actually I should have a, you know, Tesla branded iPhone cover, you know. So uh, if you have, you know, problems with gifts for guys, you know, things like that, I think they're always a, a home run. I'm just shaking my head right now. Why? No, I mean, <laughs> an iPhone case with a, with a Tesla logo, a Porsche branded T-shirt. That sounds like not, yeah, like something I would I would definitely not want. Okay, but I, I'm 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 a wrong person to ask. I'm a wrong person to talk about gifts because I I'm, I don't like gifts. I, I like definitely the 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 best gift to give me for Christmas is nothing, and, and I'll be happy because because the thing is the thing is uh, most of of the things that I want are the things I already. Both for myself and the things that I would like and have not bought for myself is probably because they're they're really expensive and so they're not they're not good for gifts. But I don't I don't like I don't like crap. You know I, I don't like things. I, I I I don't like just getting a T-shirt from someone because I probably honestly wouldn't like it. And I'm I'm just too picky with 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 everything. And uh, I I know that. It sounds terrible for a lot of people, but it just like like seriously, I'm I'm perfectly happy. I I like don't 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 bring me gifts because it it really like the thing is, I I appreciate like the thought and the effort, but it's it's so hard to to find something for me that will actually make me happy, like genuinely happy. Is that uh, it, it's like it's better not not to try because. Because the most likely outcome is that someone will will want to, you know, give me a nice gift, and it, I'll just feel very uncomfortable about it because you know it, it's 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 not something that I would actually want. Yeah, but um, the thing is that there are things that you want, but uh, like for example, of course, they, you can always give you a Lego set, and, and Lego set would, would be great yeah. for you, like uh, right. So. So there is a, there is an option, you know, to give you something that is actually pretty cheap because you can have even you know get a cheap Lego set, which is still fine, right? I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, you would want to have the biggest one, but you know, you can have a small one and you'll have fun anyway. So um, that's the thing. But another option for to give a gift for a guy uh, is what my wife did uh, last year for me is a give experiences. Yes. So give something, uh, something, uh, you know, a voucher for something that is going to be an experience. So about talking about vouchers and, you know, <laughs> the, the gift that you get, you, you had like uh, the gym membership. Yeah, um, there the, the, the was a great gift. And, and, and that's really something that uh, like I didn't say, but I meant, which is that I say that I don't, I don't like gifts and I don't want gifts. But the thing is, from time to time, someone will give me a gift anyway and it will be something that i would never expect and that is just amazing that's that's like the best kind of gift and so i uh, you know by my, my own admission because i say that i don't want any i i don't i don't get gifts very often but when i do it's it's really something very nice yeah i remember for example for my my mom's birthday uh, last year uh, she was here uh, visiting us uh, with my father. Um, we wanted to do something special, so our gift for her was actually a dinner. Mm. But it was a dinner 
uh, not here, but like in a in a very um, in a very special place, like far away from here. So we had to buy a special ticket to get there with a play uh, with a, with, a, with a, on train, hmm. and so it was a dinner in a special, very special place. And so the whole day out was a journey and was an experience for her, and she really loved it because uh, you know it was a, it was a, a cool thing for her, and you know, and it wasn't a. a, a you know, a stupid thing. It was an, a, the whole day, she, and she remembers this day until now. Experiences are, are also best kinds of gifts. That I'll definitely agree with. My wife last year gave me, um, you know, a, a voucher to drive a Ferrari on yeah. a Formula One track. Yeah, yeah. And um, I cannot say that I didn't love it. I just, <laughs> it was, it, I mean, the first time ever I was driving a Ferrari, and I loved it. It was a fantastic, it was just a few laps, but anyway, I just, like, it was just so great. I, I would I would totally drive a Tesla. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Next time I go to to the US, I have to just you know uh, schedule a, a, a test drive of Tesla. That's a good idea. Yeah. One can dream. Yeah, one can dream. Also, uh, you mentioned the Star Wars, whatever uh, robots gift that you want for yourself. Yeah. And I was just thinking about what sort of things I would like. And I was looking at Legos, yes. And I really like two, two sets, uh, quite, quite big ones, actually. Uh, one of them is a really nice model of the space shuttle. Yeah. The way it, it's, it's, it's constructed, it's, it's meant to sort of stand up, uh, you know, st- stand upright with, with a, a few small things. And that would make for a, a really nice um, thing to sort of put on a shelf to look nice. So I would definitely like that. Uh, there was this another set uh, called uh, was like Mobile Crane Mark II, which is essentially a really badass um, mobile crane, right? And mm-hmm. y- you can't really see it from from the picture, but it's big. It's it's like pretty big. It's like three thousand parts. So pretty big. Whoa. And and uh, it's got motors. It's, it's got a place for battery, and and you can you can control most of, of of the of the mechanical things sort of with a central switch that that uh, that that sort of you know you, you have one central motor I think, and and you have this 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 weird transmission thing. Where you can change where this power goes, so you, wow. you, you can set it to to you know extend uh, the crane or or uh, rotate it or you know all of those things. So it, it's it's one of uh, the, the the coolest uh, Lego sets I've I've seen. But the thing I would really love to have, but except, but unfortunately it's not available yet, is a three D printer. <laughs> ah, that's a cool thing. I've seen this really cool project. It was on on Kickstarter some time ago, and it should be entering production about now and be available like early next year. Uh, but it's a it's a really cool three um, D printer that costs less than two hundred dollars. Because the thing about three D printers is that they're really expensive, right? Yeah. Uh, but but this one used some some interesting engineering to make it cheap, but but not like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. But but actually a, a really quite nice hobbyist 3D printer, but still just you know 200 bucks. So that would be very cool. 
Yeah, Christmas. it's a printer. This is something really, really cool. I mean, it's all, you know, the idea that if you think about it, you know, in a few years, we'll be able to print things that we need, you know, <laughs> like, like print, you know, small gadgets or print, you know, something that is missing. Yeah. Sounds really cool. Yeah, I, I have a ton of ideas for, for little things uh, I could make out of it. And, and one thing I was, I was thinking of, so, and actually this ties nicely to, to the talk about gifts, is that um, although those are really rare, I like like handmade gifts. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Not, not some, some thing that someone bought from me, because again, it's, it's very unlikely that it's something that I actually want and would like. Yeah. Uh, and not already own. Uh, experiences are, not, are nice, but when, when someone sort of makes something for you, that's, 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 a, that, that's a gift that really means a lot. And, and, and I was just thinking, well, it would be very cool to be able to, to design these little models on a computer yeah. and 3D print them. Yeah. And then you could paint them quite easily and have something, you know, a, a, a three-dimensional model of something that, that, that has some meaning to a friend, right? But, and, and something, you know, sort of handmade because like I, I, have, no, uh, I have no skill to, to actually make something, uh, <laughs> you know, with my own hand, but, but with, with a help of a 3D printer. That would be very cool, right? I would definitely love such a gift. <laughs> so my so, only yeah. concern with 3D printers is the fact that you know you have to first design in 3D and also here I think the apps have to be really, you know, user friendly because just you know I I you know otherwise you would have to study CAD and you know learn CAD which is really not for a normal person, right? Yeah, you can I don't know if you play with uh, with uh, this app called SketchUp, it's really popular. Uh but but you can you can you can make a lot of relatively simple things quite easily uh and also there is uh there are you know there are communities on on the internet for for 3d printer um you know and and enthusiasts and Uh there are sites where you can find a lot of a lot of models which you can um you know use and print or or add to something else and tweak and etc so that's really cool Mm. yeah Mm. the future looks really great yeah so another gift that, that uh, I wanted to discuss actually here for our NOSBI users is that um, uh, we are actually giving away uh, a book about NOSBI. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I didn't write it. Uh, one of our users actually wrote it, Marcus Platt, uh, uh, and he is the, like, the guy from behind the ProductiveWizard.com. Um, and he, he wrote a book about NOSBI. It's called A Little Book About NOSBI. <laughs> and uh, it's a really cool you know, user, user, user manual for Nosby, you know, the, the, the missing manual yeah. <laughs> of Nosby. And, uh, and he started selling it on his website, but then he told me, you know, Michael, why, why don't we give a light version of it, you know, to the users? And yeah. we wanted to go beyond just giving an ex- excerpt from the book, you know, just, you know, the first chapter or something like that. So right. he really cut out, you know, I, I think a third of his book, you know, the, the beginning, the, the, the basics, and then his personal tips and tricks. Mm. And they're all in this light version of the book. And we are going, to, I mean, we are actually right now, I mean, as we publish this, we've already sent it to our users. So, um, so everybody got this as a free gift. And um, of course, yeah. they, hopefully they will upgrade and, and, you know, also pay Marcus for his work and, and, you know, buy the full book if they, once they are, you know, past the basics. But only for the basics, I think it's a really great deal that they get, you know, a good user's manual for Nosby. 
That's that's really interesting. Uh, it, it's I guess it, it's it's a very interesting way, you know, for us to sort of interact with someone from the community, right? Because yeah, it like he made something that might be useful to our users, but something we haven't made, so uh-huh. he can benefit our users, and we can benefit him, and he has his own audience that might not know of Nosby or use Nosby. So that's a really interesting way. Um, you know, something I haven't seen a lot of. I, c- I can think of, of a similar example of like a software product for, you know, to, to, for, for, for a maker of, of a software product to sort of I- interact with, with yeah. someone, you know, with a user really who made something interesting in this way. Yeah, that, that, there is there is a similar situation when uh, Brett Kelly, uh, well, he was a guy, he wrote a book called Evernote Essentials. And uh-huh. he was selling this book to Evernote users, and he was very successful with this book. And Evernote was promoting this book because it was a really good book about Evernote. Hmm. And, uh, and uh, Marcus had the similar inspiration to do this for Nosby. And, yeah, and the cool thing is that, you know, what I really like about his book is he, he writes it from the perspective of a user, not... You know, he's not our marketing department. He's not, you know, our sales department. You know, he doesn't uh, pr- promote Nosby the way we would have, you know, want people to react, you know, to act with Nosby. He he shows it from the perspective of the user, you know, how to get use of the system and everything. So yeah, it's and, and from, cool. from his perspective, and like he doesn't have the same kind of biases we have, just yeah. like inevitably. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. interesting. So uh, I think it's a good gift for for for, for people, and it's, and it's again what we discussed uh, before. I think in context of Thanksgiving, it's a great timing because when people get this book well before Christmas, you know, in the Christmas break, they can actually plan you know their year with Nosby. Having this book also will help them you know uncover maybe some features that they haven't you know seen before, and and you know create their perfect productivity system for next year. Interesting. Um, I also wrote something uh, for the first time in. Um, I guess close to three months, I published a new blog post. Yay! Yay! It's it's like you know boring programming stuff, but uh, it, it's it's actually really related. Uh, it stems directly from like an observation I made when Swift, uh, something that uh, probably few listeners care about, but but still heard of <laughs> too many times. Yeah, uh, Swift was open source like um, almost two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. I think maybe exactly two weeks ago, Swift was open source, and and so that's been a, a very interesting experience. And yeah, like they they really went beyond anyone's ex- expectation. Like everyone thought that oh, Apple making open source, it's truly going to be like a lot of open a lot of Apple open source stuff, which is that they will release source code of 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 the thing they made every now and then, and and and, and even like. They released the whole history, the, the whole complete Git repo of Swift from, from, from the very beginning in 2010. You, you, can, you can see every step along the way as they evolved Swift for years, literally, before we, we've seen it. And, and you can have a glimpse into it. And it's on GitHub, not their own you know, stupid thing, but on GitHub. And, and all of the... Um, Sort of, you know, people are encouraged to to uh, contribute, and and not for some some way like in in WebKit you can sort of contribute, but it's very rare for for just random people in the community to to contribute because it's just too hard. But here they they truly embrace 
GitHub and you you know you can just start a pull request and and oftentimes they'll, they'll be just like okay cool and and merge it and that's very cool. Yeah, and I think they did it with your pull request, right? Yeah, I had two small pull requests with with just like typos or, or something like that, uh, you know, fixed. And also, uh, there's this project called like Swift Lips Foundation, which is like a re-implementation of, of a of of a bunch of sort of standard um, tools, like for for dealing with you know date and and time and data and calendars and 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 JSON and loading fast and start, just just standard things like that and it's it's in a it's in a framework called Foundation, which is an Objective C, but they want this to be re-implemented with the same API, but in Swift, so that it can be used on Linux because Swift runs on Linux. And in theory, you could in the future just make your server-side software in Swift with the same like language, same technology, same libraries as uh, as your like iOS app, which is very cool. And for this project, I. I wrote a few hundred lines of code also. Nice. Yeah. Now, it's really good that they really embrace open source and they, you know, you're one of the contributors and, you know, just they just allow anyone to contribute if they have something meaningful to contribute. Yeah. And I think the coolest thing, uh, at least for me, is this thing called Swift Evolution, mm-hmm. which is like um, the, the rule now is that any change to the language, like visible uh, to to the programmer, not 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 a change to a compiler, but a change to the language itself. If you want to make such a change, or you have to propose it, like there's a formal proposal and this discussion and review process that everyone has to go through. Also, Apple folks, and so uh, there's this whole mailing list where where there's just incredible discussions about ideas on how to evolve and change uh, Swift, and it's it's a truly open process like uh there, there just yesterday there's been a very major big proposal from one of the the top swift guys uh uh-huh. and, and like it, it goes through, through the same process like it's it's a nicely sketched out idea pre- presented to us like people on the inside only like knew it for a week or or, or something as he said and and now people can discuss this and point out like weak weak points in it and and this way Everyone can truly, quite directly, have an impact on on this language. Now, this is really cool. This is and uh, and speaking of actually Apple, uh, we've managed to finally put our oh, app yeah. back with the watch support, right? Yes, just today, finally, um, I put it to on a review queue. I I was able to to get the the, 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 com- the build through validation and it didn't throw any errors at me when I tried to submit it. So now it's just waiting in a queue and we asked Apple for an expedited review because mm-hmm. they are also going on vacation in like four days. And so it would be nice if if they could um, like accept Nosby 2.1, uh, I mean two, before then, so that uh, our users can finally have the Apple Watch back and and not have to wait another week or two. And enjoy the the glance and the complication that we have that you've built, because they are really, really (laughs) cool on the Apple Watch. So um, I hope they will, because... and it's again a cool thing about the community because I just I was complaining on on Facebook actually about our problems and one oh, of yeah? the one of my friends on Facebook uh, pointed me to a guy uh, from Apple Developers Relations and yeah. then through these contacts we managed to actually 
get this done. So uh, fantastic thing. Yeah, it, it's 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 really true. Um, like personal contacts, relationships with Apple people, and and surely in a lot of other contexts are just are just incredibly valuable because even though there are sort of formal uh, avenues for problems to get fixed, we've gone to multiple avenues of this sort. Exactly. We we have like two bug reports in radar, and we try developer technical support and IT Connect support, but but they've been pretty helpless. Um, so. Who knows? It, it it could be like st- stuck on on some queue on you know in someone's radar for for a very very long time until it got fixed. And it's hard to say, but but timing suggests that that the fact that we are able to contact someone who knows someone quite directly, um, we resolved like from the moment we contacted them, we resulted in about a week. So yeah. So it was fantastic. That's nice. Yeah. So I'm really appreciative of, of, of you know, of, of friends just, you know, seeing that I have this problem and just, you know, yeah. just hooking me up with somebody who just, you know, could help us out. So. Yeah. I, I know you have to go in a few months. So do you have anything to plug this week? Yeah. The, the picks, right? Yeah. So um, speaking of, you know, the next year coming up and everything. So um, I, 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 in the, if we do the next show, I would like to talk about about our plans for next week, next year, and you know our you know goals and ideas. Uh, but I would like to plug um, my my friends, my my friend and mentors uh, course, best year ever. So uh, hmm. Michael Hyatt uh, has a best year ever course. He does it every every year. He he actually re-records the show. I mean, he does the, the whole course every year new, and um, it's a it, it costs uh, quite a quite a few bucks the course. But even if you don't buy the course, just watch his three videos that he did to present the course. They are very valuable, very very good stuff. So like three videos intro- introducing the show. It's uh, they are fantastic. And after that, if you decide to get the course, you know, to really have your best year ever, just, you know, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get any commission from that. Uh, I just really recommend his stuff because Michael Hyatt is, is, he's my mentor. He's my personal mentor. He's my very good friend. I, we met uh, and he knows about goal setting. He's a very, you know, he's a very high achiever and he's also an OSB user. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Very accomplished one. Yeah. Just, just this one? Uh, no, I, I thought you, you would okay. plug no, in no. yours and then I'll plug in mine again. Okay, I, I, can, I can do that. I can do that. Um, so I think last week or two weeks ago, uh, you you mentioned a an essay from Dustin Curtis. Yes. And I, re- I recalled another one of his short essays that I found quite inspiring. It's called The Fight. And I'll put the link in the show notes. What is it about? Well, we have to read it. It's about The Fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have actually an episode called it, We Have to Fight. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right, so um, my second uh, uh, plug here is uh, I, I thought you know last year uh, last week last year uh, not not yet last year so last week I recommended a podcast and today I want to recommend another podcast so nice. um there is a podcast called the Productive Woman that sounds cool <laughs> which uh, it's it's by a productive woman <laughs> two productive women but actually uh, even a guy listening to this podcast can learn a few things so um. I actually uh, recommend this to everyone to just listen to this podcast. Um, uh, we actually will be sponsoring the podcast in the, in the next year yes. because I love it so much. And she is also an OSB user, which is also great. But really, the podcast is very valuable. She, like in every show, she gives really good content away. I mean, she really talks about stuff deeply. Uh, I really like it. Really like this podcast. And uh, 
as I mentioned in lessons learned here uh, of us recording the, this podcast, uh, thanks to this podcast, I'm listening to more podcasts. So, um, and this is one of them. So nice. Okay, uh, and my second plug is an app. It's an app for the Mac, so hopefully you're a Mac user, uh, and it's called Self Control. And uh-huh. yeah, and it it looks disgusting, but but don't be deceived. Um, it is an app that help you that that can help you, well, f- um, self control, I guess. Uh, and, and you can use it to 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 block distractions like. Twitter and Facebook and etc. Uh, you can you can just just uh, put a, a list. There's a default list of of, of domains with uh, stuff that just distracting, and you set a timer. And then when you start it, you can't stop it. There, there's no way to, to to turn it off. It's just like <laughs> for for the, the period of time you set it to. You just cannot access Twitter or Facebook or whatever. So, so that's uh, that's something I, I found tremendously helpful. You're really, you're really using that? Yeah, I am. Why uh, does that surprise you? Yeah, because I'm uh, ah, but because I I thought you would use anyway Twitter or Facebook on on your phone, so you know this wouldn't help really. Well, I mean, I I, I can do that, but but it, it's not like you know I'm I'm going to easily switch from a Mac and and go find my iPad j- just to right. see Twitter I mean I, I can do it and I will look at Twitter like during my Pomodoro break right but 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 the point really is that those are the sort of distractions that I mean Twitter it, it just it's just such a such a habitual thing to like okay. oh I'll just open Twitter right and you don't even think about it but then I'll open Twitter and it doesn't work. I'm like, why am I opening Twitter? I, I didn't really intend to open Twitter. It just it just happened, right? Yeah. And yeah. there is like a, a body of, of knowledge to, to to suggest that when you have a choice to do something uh, that you probably shouldn't do and don't really want to do, but it's something that's just tempting, you're likely to just do it, right? Anyway. Yeah. And and trying not to do it drains your energy. Removing like having in your mind the, the knowledge that, that this option is removed and you just cannot do it simply um, makes you um, like really lift some burden f- from your brain because now like it's, it's, it's not something you have to guard yourself against. It's just like you can access Twitter, that's it. And, and it's like, you know, if, if, you want to, if you want to lose weight and in your kitchen... There, there, there is a big plate of donuts. Then good luck, right? I mean, you <laughs> yeah. can, and 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 people who live with you will tell you that. Well, you should have strong will and just not eat them. But it just, I mean, it's it's so ridiculous. Even if if you can accomplish that, which is unlikely, then it will it will drain you so much yeah. trying not to eat the donut. And the solution is not to have donuts. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, first of all, it's the, the thing that we get tired of making choices. And this is a very big choice. Exactly. Not to eat a donut when it's there staring at you when you open the fridge. Uh, and then the other thing is that, as you, as you mentioned in the past episodes, we have monkey brains. We have to really, you know, to work with our monkey brains to really get us focused. Exactly. This is one of those things that that make makes no sense in a totally logical world, but we have to optimize around our monkey brains. And the thing is, Twitter is intellectual empty calories. 